0: What's up, homies? What's up, homies? I'm Erica.
1: And I'm Roshane.
0: And thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Um, As we get into a little sequel, a little sequel territory today.
1: And then with the one-two punch this week, uh-oh.
0: With the, the two-for-one special, um, <laughs> which is not something that we normally do. Like, we don't normally do uh, like a like, series in a row, like yeah. the first and the second. And the, we normally kind of space them out, which was gonna be the plan, I feel like for unfriended, like we weren't even sure if we were gonna watch the dark web before we recorded like the unfriended episode. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> okay, I normally, when we record an episode, I'm very after we give our rating, like I'm very certain that that's how I felt. We record the episode, we do the thing, and I'm usually leaving it feeling like I said everything I needed to say or that the way that I rated it was appropriate. (laughs) Right. But for some reason, after doing the Unfriended episode, I was conflicted. I was confused, confuzzled. Some may say, and I didn't know if I felt the way that I, if I still felt the way that I felt when we recorded the episode. Like, I texted you at a couple. I think a couple days afterwards, and I told you I was confused and oh, yeah. that I was unsure of how I felt about the movie.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the first unfriended put um, Erica through some trials,
0: trials and tribulations for sure, and. Okay. Well, first of all, let me say I did re-record my rating. (laughs) I she's
1: dropping the honesty bombs. (laughs) I had, which is I have you wait have you ever? I don't think you've ever done that before. I don't think you've ever like gone back on a rating, as far as I know, and like had to swap it out afterwards.
0: No, no, I never have. I've always kept the rating the way that I that I put it because. For the, when I watch a movie, besides maybe antebellum, thinking back, mm-hmm. normally I know exactly how I feel about a movie as soon as I'm done watching it. I know whether I liked it or whether I didn't, which kind of leads me towards one side of the spectrum as far as like the rating wise. But no, I've never gone back and changed my rating. I've never gone back and. Maybe I've, you know, cut some bits out that I was like, uh, eh, maybe that was not entirely how I felt or not entirely true. But I've never mm-hmm. actually changed the score itself. But I re-recorded my entire, not only the <laughs> score, but like the way that I said why I gave it the score. I re-recorded that entire thing because originally I had given it, like, I think a 2.3, 2.4 and then I think when I re-recorded it I ended up giving it a 2.7 or a 2.8. So, mm-hmm. I bumped it up like 0.4. That's
1: like that's a decent amount. It's, that's a decent. Amount. So it grew it grew on you it's a little bit over the
0: mm-hmm. days. And I think As I thought about it, the more that I thought about it, the more that I appreciated certain aspects of the movie. Obviously, I didn't bump it up a crazy amount where I went from hating it to loving it. I mentioned in the episode I was pretty in the middle about it anyway. But I do Mm -hmm. think that there were certain aspects of it that I didn't really appreciate until I thought about them more. But then I thought, okay, now we have to watch the second one. Because I felt like watching the second one might help me kind of put a pin on how i felt about the first one depending on if i liked this one better if i liked this one less i thought maybe it would help me gather my thoughts so we decided to give her a shot um so we decided to head to the dark web and check out the second one and can i just say i think it's very interesting that the day that we decided we were going to do Unfriended the Dark Web, my computer mysteriously stopped working. (laughs) I just think it's kind of funny.
1: Oh, it's so true. It's so true. Like, homies, Erica's on a substitute computer right now because she's been having, like, well, you can tell them, you've been having computer issues all week.
0: All week. We have postponed the recording. I am, yeah, I'm on a different computer. I... I'm still, my computer is still sitting over on my desk gutted, gutted <laughs> and just lost because we're waiting for some parts for it to fix it. But I was thinking about it. and I just think it's kind of funny that the month that we're doing all these technological horror movies, uh, my computer decided to to depart the earth.
1: Right. That's it's a little sus. It's a it's little a le- sus.
0: Coincidence? I think yes, it is a coincidence, <laughs> but it's just kind of funny, you know what I mean?
1: It is, it is. But I mean, it is in the spirit of things. Cause I think when this episode airs, we will have just passed the the one year mark of mm-hmm. like COVID lockdown, at least here in the States. Mm-hmm. Uh so The fact that we're doing a web another webcam found footage movie, along with the fact that your computer got (laughs) suspiciously cyber attacked by something. Mm -hmm. I think the universe is really putting the puzzle pieces in saying, like, it's time to do these movies and it's time to uh, settle the score on how good these movies are.
0: It's 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 definitely a not so subtle sign I'm thinking, <laughs> and I don't want to call Billy out and say that it's it's her.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But Billy, baby girl, what what have I done? I'm sorry. I don't I don't get it. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll t- I'll talk to her later. But <laughs> I just think it's kind of funny. <laughs> but needless to say, unfriended the dark web is what we are discussing today. The sequel to the first movie, uh, yep, which. Yep. What year did this one come out? Uh,
1: twenty eighteen.
0: I, I didn't realize. So when I was watching this one, I didn't realize that the the first Unfriended was rated R. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, I didn't know that. Um, but when this really, the, it's
1: pretty. It's the. I mean the the graphic violence isn't yes. very long, but it's pretty graphic
0: yeah that's true i don't know why i didn't that didn't like click for me
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I, maybe because you you could have done the movie pg-13 like they, there's definitely could've. a way to do mm-hmm. it pg-13 i guess um, i
0: just assume i i have this kind of assumption when i watch teen horror movies that they're pg-13 right, because they're trying right, right. to appeal to that audience but looking back it definitely makes sense that that one was rated R, but I will say this one isn't, this one surprisingly isn't as violent as the original Unfriended, but it's still yeah. rated R.
1: It's true, it's true. I mean, the stuff that we see in this one, it's it's definitely less than the original, but there's still, there's still some brutal stuff in here. Yeah, it's um, more
0: disturbing, but not as violent. Yeah,
1: it's pretty disturbing. Like, it's funny because I agree, I think it kind of teeters the line of being R-rated, but... I, I also think if this movie was rated PG-13 and I watched it, I might, like, raise an eyebrow and be like, mm, I don't know if a 13-year-old should be watching this movie, TBH.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, I don't really know. I don't, I don't really know if the youngins should be watching anything about the dark web, quite frankly.
0: <laughs> I mean, shoot. You go on YouTube, half of the... um. Half of these oh, kids, yeah, facts. kids facts. YouTubers, have the "I went on the dark web" question
1: mark exclamation <laughs>
0: point. Mm, they're like marketed for children to watch. Right. <laughs> so
1: parents, keep an eye on where your kids are And there's, you, you'll find out today, there are some dark, dark places on the internet, and uh, not all of them are kid friendly.
0: True. <laughs> but um, shall we shall we surf into the plot?
1: Ah I see what you did there. I see thank what you, you did much. there thank and you. I like it. Uh, I' thank you so like much. it.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank
1: you. All right, yeah, let's uh <laughs> let's jump in. shall we homies as always? we are entering spoiler territory. so you've been warned. don't get mad. Okay. So <laughs> this one is directed or sorry, unfriended, the dark web is directed by Steven Susco. And it is starring Colin Waddell, Rebecca Rittenhouse, Betty Gabriel, Andrew Lees, Connor Del Rio, Stephanie Nogueras, and Severa Windiani. Matthias is excited to test out the computer that he took from a cyber cafe's Lost and Found one afternoon. The laptop previously belonged to Nora C IV, but now Matthias is using it to design a sign language app for his deaf girlfriend, Amaya. While Amaya and Matthias have an argument over how the app works, someone named Erica is continuously messaging Nora, the laptop's previous owner, ignoring the messages. Matthias logs into a group Skype call with his friends Damon, AJ, Lex, Serena, and Nari. While they talk, Erica reveals herself to be Nora and demands to get her laptop back. However, before Matthias can return it, he gets a disturbing message from someone named Sharon 68. When Matthias explores further, he finds out that Nora C, or Sharon spelled backwards, has connections with the dark web and is in the human trafficking trade. The group explores the content of the laptop further until Matthias receives a call from Amaya. Except instead of his girlfriend, he is face to face with Nora C, who threatens to kill Amaya if his laptop is not returned. Matthias is now tasked with returning the laptop, or else his girlfriend and his close friends will all die at the hands of the Sharon's. Insert glitchy backgrounds, cryptocurrency, and trips down the virtual river sticks here. Our film ends with Matthias racing to meet Amaya before she suffers a terrible fate at the hands of Sharon. Also, it's game night. Roll credits. I wanted to ask you, how much how much did you know about the dark web? before going into this movie like what was your what was your preconceived notions about what the dark web actually was
0: um okay well I basically knew what they knew in this movie mm-hmm. but my feeling like my idea of the dark web is the dark web is one of those things where I feel like specifically in the year that this movie came out, you could really take advantage of it because it was so unknown and it was an easy thing to say, oh, there's all of these things that can happen on there and since it's untraceable and nobody can really figure it all out, you can kind of do whatever you want with it. So I do think it's an interesting vehicle to use for a horror movie, but I I think a lot of what... I know that there is horrible things that can happen on the dark web as far as you know murder and and harming people taking people I'm sure that transactions like that do happen through there but I also know that um, it's n- <laughs> this movie embellishes a lot of I feel like what people are capable of doing. And I'll explain that a little bit more when we get into the plot. (laughs) Hmm,
2: Or or when we like dive
0: deeper into the plot. Because there are specific things that I'm like, this is not. And it doesn't even really have to do with what happens on the dark web. Mm -hmm. It's more so to do with the way that they envision people who use the dark web
1: are you, talking, are you talking about the the glitchy phantom people walking the sh- into frames and stuff now like that? Now tell
0: me why I was. They said, they said we're gonna give you uh, Scooby Doo and the Cyber Chase, uh, the Phantom Virus, everybody <laughs> like every everybody who is connected to the dark web, all of the Sharons.
1: Which also, I'm gonna put out there right here and now, are we going with Sharon? Or Sharon? I'm not Char-
0: Sharon. You're
1: saying Sharon? It
2: brings me joy. Okay. I, I mean, don't... we
1: can, I, <laughs> I think for the sake of the funnies, we can, we can just call them Sharon. Cause I do think that's hilarious. Um, but I yeah, do, yeah. I do kind of want to know what it actually is, but please continue. Continue.
0: I, yeah. It makes me smile to call them Sharon and just to <laughs> imagine imagine them as, as Sharons, Um, but yeah, I, they give these people just, uh, first of all, they have all of the power of the internet, Mm -hmm. and, and when they're on, not, and I don't even mean with beneath their fingertips, as in they're, you know, hacking the internet, I mean, when these people come in contact with a camera, the camera can't handle it. The camera glitches out and like everywhere they walk, it's just their body is glitchy. Now, <laughs> mind you, these are just regular people. They're not right ghosts like in the first one. They're not X-Men. They're just regular people who the camera can't catch. The paparazzi can't, can't catch them. Mm-hmm. They are just like untraceable in more ways than one, which is the part that really f- w- took started to take this movie into more goofy territory for me um, than when they were, th- when we didn't see them at all and they were just these beings behind a computer, that was much scarier to me. Mm -hmm. When we started to see them and hear them talk in these like (laughs) um, deep voice, auto-tuned ways and see them glitching out on the computer, that started to get a little bit corny for me. Okay um personally i don't know how you felt about them
1: well no no, no. i so for me one i actually found this movie pretty terrifying um because i've you know i'm an internet baby i grew up on the internet um i've google searched just about fucking everything at this point and like on several occasions i haven't been on the dark web myself but i have skated around it out of pure curiosity, right? And mm-hmm. I 100% agree that the uh, glitching phantom people was a little much. Um, little, it was it was a little extra because I was like, eh, sure, I get what you guys are going for, um, but maybe not that necessary. Um, that part unbelievable, right? The thing that was terrifying about this movie to me, though, is honestly, outside of that. I do think that 99 to maybe a hundred percent of the things that these people did are things that people on the dark web are actually capable of. And I actually find that very terrifying because like when you, when you go through and you like, you listen to people's stories, which I'm sure some of, some of them have to be embellished or have had like different tweaks to their story, you know, just for clout or what have you. Um, the dark web's a scary fucking place and mm-hmm. not only is the dark web a scary place but the web the internet in itself is already a scary place like oh, there, yeah. there are there is so much power at the hands of people who have mastered the internet because so many of us just use it it's just this thing that we use we have no idea what it's actually capable of until some foul shit happens and we see like the dark level of power that the internet can actually have and i think the fact mm-hmm. that this movie explored that was very was very uh, satisfying for me again as like an internet baby because it's one of those things that like yeah this is this is this is the um this is the representation of everyone's like internet fears right the whole like a hacker hacking your camera and seeing what you're doing without you ever knowing like somebody going through all of your information and tracking you down in seconds, just based on the stuff that you've posted online. Like this is, this is scary stuff that people don't really think about on a day-to-day basis, but could actually happen to them. And I do find that aspect pretty terrifying.
0: Well, and I think that especially even just a couple years ago, when this movie came out, the idea of the dark web, being a thing. Like when everyone was first discovering all of it, particularly be, the dark web is one of those things where I'm sure there are very many there are many different layers of it. But the whole point of it is that you tran- you make purchases using Bitcoin and Ethereum and they can't be traced to people. So that's the thing that's scary about the dark web is you can pay money that cannot be traced. Because it's not, you know, physical money. Um, And you can pay to get whatever. You can get drugs, you can get guns, you can get, you know, whatever you want. And you never know where it's coming from. And you never know, you know, like who is a part of it. It's that unknown part of the internet. And I think that that's so scary because I. for the longest time, I feel like, especially us, our generation growing up with the internet, I feel like we all almost felt like, oh, well, we have a handle on the internet, and we would scoff at like our parents when they would fall for like online scams and things like that, because we're like, oh, well, we know what we're doing. You know, we we understand every element of the internet, and now you're adding in this other aspect that is It's the Wild West. There's no regulation on it. Like, it's just apparently a free-for-all. And the idea of of even stumbling upon it and maybe unknowingly being involved in it is terrifying. Like, because... and, And that's something that I've thought of, is what if I go to a website one day and it's some like fucked up situation and then it's tracked through my computer or something like that's some weird irrational fear i have mm-hmm. that i'm gonna stumble upon the wrong thing one day and it's gonna be like tracking my <laughs> computer my information i'm gonna like exit out of the window and then all these pop-ups are gonna pop up and they're gonna like, be like doom, i doom, got doom, you doom, doom. yeah yeah like and then i'm gonna be like somehow i don't know pulled into some we- like yeah. dark web scheme well, luckily-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for you and I think for everybody like that's the whole point is that it's not that easy to get there like you have to yeah, you yes, have to jump d- through some serious hoops to even get in there and
0: it's very complicated it, it's ve- it's very complicated un-
1: yeah unless you know exactly what you're doing and the thing and that's the thing though it's just like it's a different breed though right cuz like the situation you're talking about could happen with your like run of the mill hacker just you know hacking a website and it's like okay I got your information now ha 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 la di da di da Um, but I don't know, dude, the thing, I think what's super scary about the dark web is essentially if we're looking at, if we're looking at like the first movie, right? The dark Mm -hmm. web is essentially a part of the internet where every single person is Billy. Like every, it's true. Uh, it's truly being anonymous. Like you, Mm -hmm. and I think that at its core is what makes it so scary is that outside of the trading of things and goods and all that stuff, it is a place where like you said, you cannot be tracked. No one knows who you are. And so we've already seen <laughs> we've already seen how out of pocket people get on YouTube comments by just being mm-hmm. an anonymous name. imagine, imagine if you can then, then take that person and then put them into this glorious field of stuff where they will never have repercussions for the thing that they do. Like, it's it's, it's fucking scary.
2: Mm-hmm. And needless to yeah. say,
1: it's a, definitely a place that you should stay away from. Uh, highly, highly suggest, even without ever having being there myself, homies, don't explore the dark web. Don't even think no. about touching don't, the dark web stay very 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 far away from it don't
0: yeah don't go there but if you do go there, let us know how it is. Um, send us a DM on Instagram. Let us know what you find. But don't go. But don't like go looking. Yeah, do It's, don't, it's don't, whatever. it's whatever. Yeah, don't go. Don't I, go. We're we not. We're not endorsing going there. But we're just saying, <laughs> if you go there, send us a postcard and let us know what it was like. Because it, for research, for research purposes, obviously. Um, but, but I was
1: gonna say, like, I, we know who did go there. Um, our our boy Matthias.
0: Our boy, Maddie. Okay, so <laughs> I would love to get into these characters because this, okay, I think this is what I was looking for in the first one as far as the characters feeling like they're real friends mm-hmm. and understanding the dynamics of the their relationship.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100%. I
0: think it's much stronger in this one. I will say, as far as the acting goes, I do think the first one was stronger for me in the sense of when when people died in the first one, I really felt like the characters were affected by it. Um, And then in this one, it didn't hit quite the same. Like when people died, it didn't. It didn't have the same um, time to gain weight. It, things were moving so fast that it didn't seem like people really had a chance to react as much as I would have liked. Mm-hmm. But I love the dynamic of this friend group, and I enjoyed watching them. The moments where it was just them all talking and trying to figure out what was going on. I enjoyed that a lot more in this movie because majority of them were m- likable from the beginning. Yeah. Um besides uh oh boy, AJ. AJ. Look, here's the thing. Everybody I I everybody knows an AJ. Like I truly believe everybody has had at one time in their friend group somebody like AJ and I think that's why he got on my nerves because I have known people like him and even in real life they got on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I there always has to be a character like that in a horror movie, you know, that just doesn't hit doesn't sit right with you. So I didn't mind him. He was just definitely the one that I was ready to, I was ready to see him <laughs> oh, exit no. the chat. Oh, Needless no. to say.
1: Well, okay, hold on. I'll devils. I will devils advocate that with the fact that he was so true to life of that character, the AJ that we know in real life. That I think that is a tribute to uh, to Connor's acting because, oh, yeah, he felt real. Like you said, like I know that dude. I definitely know that dude. I've met that dude. I've seen that dude on the internet. That dude 100% exists, and there are several of them. And mm-hmm. I definitely agree that, mo- honestly, all these characters, maybe Sans the Sharons, felt like genuine human beings. Um, and, yeah, I felt exactly like you did, where... It's almost—it's funny because it almost feels like this movie listened to last week's podcast.
0: Oh my god! And then yes. just
1: took the <laughs> tips from last week's podcast, and then we're like, "All right, bet," and then put it into this movie. Because the first—that yes. fir- was the first thing I noticed—is like I like these characters, which is so important because now I'm really afraid for these characters to die, and like that already. Um, elevated this movie for me is that these characters had one were likable two liked each other and three a good chunk of them had some decent layers to their characters which i enjoyed seeing throughout the course of the movie Mm -hmm.
0: i agree it's so funny that you say that because almost everything that i said oh i wish they would have done this in the first one they did in this movie because they continue to have conversations in the background even when he's not paying attention and he mutes he them mutes. when he, he doesn't hits want the to mute hear that button i the vindication <laughs> i my heart she soars above the clouds i was so happy to see that cuz It's all I wanted from the first one was just to see them continue to exist in this world regardless of if the main character was present or not. Mm -hmm. And they do it super well in this one. Um, And it just made it so much more real to me. Uh, There were a lot of moments in this movie that just that felt more real which I will say homies it could be a product of its time it's been the there was a span of time over these two movies coming out you know so 2013 internet is going to be different than the 2018 internet and so maybe that's why this one felt much more real to me but there was a moment when the screen like because in the movie his screen keeps freezing and like restarting and there was a moment when it did that in the middle of somebody talking and i literally thought oh did our internet just go out (laughs) no it was part of the movie i was like oh i'm dumb (laughs) i was like oh okay i feel stupid (laughs) just it really brought me into the world and there's even the little moments because there's a moment where he's sharing his screen Mm -hmm. and he he and then he unshares it to like go away and do something else Mm -hmm. and i felt like it was just one of those small things where had they forgotten it i probably would have noticed and i would have been like yo you're still sharing your screen but they didn't and i just appreciated it and uh, it just—I don't know—it just made me happy. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. just really glad that they did that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, it really feels like the um, the Weberverse. I don't know if that's the best word for it, but this little this little yeah. this little universe that we create for both of these movies. I think they definitely took the experiences from the original film, and then you know, using like you said, the advances in technology over the years and filming, like technology, uh, it it upgrades exponentially every year right so that small span of time was it was bounds and leaps in both film and internet technology and i think this movie does a great job of recreating it like i I watched this one on my tv but i'm sure if i watched this on my computer i would have it would have looked like my computer screen um mm-hmm. which which is definitely a, a testament to the movie and how good the uh post-production was in capturing all the little details all the ones that we wanted in the first movie the 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 muting when they're not talking all that stuff the switching between screens like it was very seamless in this one and i'm glad that they didn't backtrack on what they already established in the first movie like they took what they had and they made it better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is dope. It's it's so easy to just jump into this universe. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it feels very much, I, I believed that we were just flies on the wall of this game night that these friends are having. Mm-hmm. And we learn things about them. And I feel like the way that the information is conveyed to us, very much like the first this is you know a pro that i had for the first one that just continues into this one is that the way that the information is presented is very creative because a lot of it is through um you know seeing things that they're typing or seeing things on facebook or just learning these little bits and pieces of them, seeing photos or whatever, you get to learn a little bit more about the characters. And mm-hmm. that's something that they still did in this one that I appreciated. And um, and also, can I ask, do you like Cards Against Humanity? That's the game that I they do. play in this I do. movie. That game, I, I don't know what it is about that game. I felt like, what's her face? When she was like, can we play something else? I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Erica. That sounds like somebody who hasn't a won a ton of games of Cards Against You're Humanity. Right. I ain't you trying didn't to have to throw do that. It the bus, you didn't but. have
0: to. You didn't have to call me out in front of all the homies like that you could have just kept it cool uh but yeah i usually lose because nobody thinks what i think is funny is funny (laughs) i'm uh i'm like
1: it's actually it's actually the worst it's the worst feeling when you're playing that game and then you put down a banger of a joke and it gets zero reception i cannot i cannot think of a worse feeling
0: (laughs) it's the same oh it's the same feeling as when you're like showing a funny meme or like a video that you think is really funny to someone and they don't even crack a smile. And they're just like, (laughs) oh, nice. Like it's that same feeling where you're like, okay. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna leave the earth now because I'm (laughs) embarrassed. (laughs) I'm embarrassed and my sense of humor is trash. I don't
1: know. I played I played a ton of cards against humanity over the years. Not so much recently. Like, even outside of COVID, I think, like, maybe in the past five-ish years, I've played the game a lot less. Um, I don't know if it's just everyone I know collectively also getting tired of the game or just not really playing card-slash-board games as much. Um, but when I was in the heat of loving the game, I was, a, I was definitely a big fan of it.
0: Well, it... <laughs> Yeah, it brought back some memories watching them played in this movie. I was some, like,
1: some scars. <laughs> I was like, oh, I see.
0: I see. They all laugh at each other's cards, in this one that doesn't always happen in real life. <laughs> Sometimes you're met with silence, and then your own laughter. Um, but I, I do think that it was smart of them. This that they that they started it off with. Not like right off of the bat, but basically we start off with this friends with them playing cards against humanity and all of them kind of just hanging out um, because, you know, they're all at ease. So then when things start going weird, you can build up the tension and the uneasiness and you have somewhere to go, mm-hmm. um, which was another thing in the the first one that I said I wished, I wish that they had... S- had more time to be comfortable because almost from the beginning in the first one they something is wrong like something is off and so our main our main characters are kind of already on guard in the first one but then in this one besides Matthias who's kind of in a bad mood because him and his girlfriend are in a fight
1: yeah
0: um all of the characters are, they're keeping it, they're fine. Like they are having fun. They're enjoying each other's company. They're cracking jokes. So then when everything kind of starts to go wrong, you get to watch them go from, oh, this is like a fun game night to, oh shit, this is something serious yeah something bad is happening and i liked the way that they built the tension with that and i liked Mm -hmm. the like peaks and valleys of this movie because there's a they'll like hit a peak where everybody's freaking out and then they'll bring it back down and then they'll like bring it up again and i that like that made me nervous like i felt more tense in this movie than i did in the first one because of that because there were so many like highs and lows. I didn't know what, I didn't know what was going on. I
1: agree, I agree. <laughs> uh, how did you feel about uh, Matthias and Amaya's relationship?
0: Mm. I actually really liked this little bit mm-hmm. that they did. However. Like, cause,
1: they're, Cause they're, I mean, there are power couple for this one. Um, Like how we had the couple in the last one, like this this is the couple for this one.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, you're right um okay so i really really like i I think the dynamic of their relationship is very interesting you have amaya Mm
2: -hmm. who
0: is the girlfriend she is not present for like she doesn't know what's happening for the majority of this movie and she which i think is good because then you have this almost innocence that needs to be protected because she has nothing to do with this situation. She has no idea that any of this is happening. It's all up to Matthias to make sure that she stays safe, which is stressful. <laughs> but I like that their relationship. It's like a very good relationship, but I like the conflict that they have. yeah, if that makes sense. like I agree. because she is deaf, but she can read lips, and then he, doesn't know sign language and at the very mm-hmm. beginning of the movie he he's like he made this app that like translates his words into sign language and it stems this fight because she's she's mad that he just doesn't know how to sign on his own mm-hmm. and i just think that that's just such an interesting idea within their relationship and i like that that was the issue and i like that it starts with them upset with each other and then through everything that's happening he kind of has to can you know like he has to convince her to come see him i thought that that whole storyline was also very interesting and I understood where I understood where both of them are coming from. I was more on Amaya's side because I was like, my guy, how long have you guys been together? Mm-hmm. And you can only say six words yeah. in sign language easily. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I understood where she was coming from, but yeah, you, can, I like you can be on board with both of them.
2: Yeah,
1: I like that the conflict between them was very human. And I also think it was definitely smart to start with a conflict because they actually both love each other. And throughout the movie, we do get to see that. I'm actually really happy that they included that bit where he, like, watched the video of them in the past to kind of, like, show what they were before the conflict. Um, And, like, it's it's such a human, realistic conflict because you can tell, like, the... I mean, that, that's a thing that I think a lot of people don't have to explore, don't really think about, right? Because I didn't even really think about it myself until watching this movie, where we have this guy who, he, he cares about his girlfriend, and he's going through this hurdle of the fact that she is deaf, and he's trying to figure out a way to navigate this, right? And so we see him, like, he's designing an entire app, right, to try to alleviate some of this tension. Um, and so he presents this app and then she's upset about it. And at first I was like, wait, what? She's mad at him. But then you hear her side of the argument and it makes so much sense why she would be upset because, mm-hmm. and then we, we even learn more about the past too, about how she's at, is this is something she's asked him and their relationship to please learn sign because it adds this dynamic to that sort of relationship where it's like now you can fully understand me and we don't have to talk over this you know verbal chasm essentially Mm -hmm. um like it's it's a it's a grand gesture to be like i want to spend time with you i want to be with you for the long haul and the fact that he hasn't done that at this point in their relationship you can you can side with both of just like yeah he loves her but she's asking him for something that he is not providing and so even though they are a good couple like yeah they've got they've got this realistic conflict and what a conflict to have while all of this shit is going down too like that the layer of tension that that, that her being deaf added to this movie was unreal because mm-hmm. i was just like dude That fucking sucks. Like, in terms Mm -hmm. of just, like, especially because of where he's at, the fact that he knows that he can't communicate and, like, her life is literally at risk and he can barely think of the hand motions to save her. Like, that's got to be so brutal.
0: Yeah. And I will say, the characters in this movie, I think... I think the, like, emotion, uh, the heightened stakes of the situation, um, you you know, it makes them, they don't know what to do, and it makes, you know, sense, because it's like, okay, what do we do in this situation? We've never been in something, this, a situation like this before. But I will say, <laughs> I wish that, I wish that they had given more of a reason for him not to immediately, not to bring the laptop. And I know that we discover it wouldn't have mattered if he had brought the laptop or not, but um, there's like a a period of, of time where he could have brought the laptop. And then he gets this transfer of money and he decides not to because the money has been because money has been transferred and they like go down the rabbit hole and figure out what's going on.
1: Yeah, it's so I I see this a lot in like the reviews of this movie talking about how dumb Matthias is and he is. Like yeah, he, he shouldn't is. have taken he should not have taken the laptop in the first place. Like he caused all this shit to go down because he had the 5-finger discount on that laptop 100%. And he definitely should have returned the laptop the moment that the person who owned the laptop was like, "Give me my laptop back." He should have brought that shit back. And even though he was, you know, he was teetering, he was like, "All right, all right, all right. I'll do it." Um I think at first, I was with it that it was dumb that he went any deeper into this laptop than he did, and I'm still like skating around that, where like, yeah, bro, it was, it was dumb to go down there. But I, I, I tried to have a, I tried to put myself a little bit in Matthias's shoes, right, where it's like, all right, I know I'm in the wrong. I took this laptop, but there is clearly something very illegal happening on here. Do I? return this laptop to this person who is doing this very illegal thing or do i potentially look in further to try and stop this criminal from doing their bad thing you're
0: telling me you would just you would look in further and you wouldn't just take it to the police
1: no no no. like i i think that he should have taken it to the police or whatnot like that like don't give me don't get me wrong is like, I think the smartest choices would have been going down the line, returning the, or first, don't take the laptop in the first place, returning the laptop, then when shit is getting weird and creepy and people are transferring cryptocurrency to you, like we're sending it to the police, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think we have to remember that Mm -hmm. once the money was sent, it wasn't Matthias who wanted to look further it was everyone else who was looking at the screen like i don't remember it it was aj or damon was like ask him what the what the money's for like why do you need it
2: guys it's charon
1: backwards charon the fourth charon four yeah
0: he's one of them he's one of them and whoever they are they must this is where they meet up to trade
2: trade what well, one of them was actually sending me private messages earlier. It was uh, Sharon 68. Uh, poor schmuck never made it to 69. Yeah, here. Uh, just process the transfer. You'll have a scene. It's like he's
0: placing an order for something he already paid for.
1: And then they find out because he wants to do some terrible thing to another human being. I think at that point, yes still go to the police about this like clearly this is some illegal activity um but i don't fully i don't fully demonize their curiosity of like well if we have all the evidence on this laptop why don't we just look at the evidence i think it's i think it's a human thing to do smart no but i could i could see somebody making the same steps that he did once he was kind of in the thick of it
0: I think, I I personally feel like they should have flipped the sequence of events. I feel like he should have stumbled upon- Onto the folder? Yeah, I feel like they should have done done stuff with the folder first. Because then, because I feel like if he had stumbled upon the videos first, you could still kind of think, oh, this is weird. Like, what are these? But once the money is sent, you're like, oh, I have the computer of the person that is in charge of doing these things. You know what I mean? So like if he had yeah. gotten the videos first and still been confused and then the money, then he could have, then if things clicked then, it would have already been too late because by that point in the movie, the guy was at Amaya's house. But um yeah.
1: and, and I, I, I'm with you there. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all because Honestly, watching the movie, I kind of thought it was going to do that. Mm-hmm. It was going to go in that order anyway, um, just based on like watching the trailer and then going into the movie. I I thought that he was going to stumble upon the dark web stuff first mm-hmm. before he got sucked in, not the other way the oh, not not the other way around that we got. Um, so yeah, I I definitely agree that it may have it may have justified some of their actions a little bit more if we flipped. Um, the order of how things happened. Um, But I was just like, I also think like, it's definitely a curiosity killed the cat situation where it wasn't smart, but I I, I do understand the curiosity at that point to just like, you're already in this. You might as well just dip in even further. Like, I get it. I get it. But you're right in terms of like, it would have been stronger yeah. if we established if we establish that this whole group was already in the stuck in the spiderweb before right you know the money got transferred yeah and
0: um, i and because uh, i personally i don't think that i don't think the characters are st- are stupid i just think that they in the same way in the first one where it's like they just don't really understand the power that the thing that they're going up against has that's where I think they lie. I don't necessarily think that they're making stupid decisions. I just think that they don't, you know, who knows what we're able to do or how much control we have type of a thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't mind, you know, for the most part, I don't dislike the decisions that any of them make. Um, But yeah, that was the, the, so that, that was just the only part that Struck me as as interesting was just that sequence of events and then yeah. and also too i wish that lex is the character mm-hmm. that we probably get the least of like we don't yeah. really get to know very much about her at all besides she's a dj <laughs> like mm-hmm. we that's like all we really get to get to find out about her i I didn't think that her death and everything was the strongest to be, like, the first of the friends, um, if that makes sense. Like, I, and I, I, maybe they just wanted to get her out of the way. Maybe that's why she was the weakest character, because they were like, all right, we got to kill one of them. (laughs) Got to kill one of them right away. Um, Mm -hmm. But of the friends, I didn't think that her death, her death was the most, um, not funny. I don't want to say funny, but I'm not going to lie. I laughed. Only because <laughs> only because the way that her death happens, it's like she's up. Sh- she disappears and they don't know where she's at. And then uh-huh. she's up on the roof and somebody pushes her off of the roof. But the way that the information is conveyed is that somebody was filming it happening uh-huh. and then uploaded it onto the internet and and that's what our friends get shown is one of the sharons shows them the video
1: so that uh, every that death was fine to me the only part that made me scratch my head honestly was her getting to the roof um so it had the vibe of the first movie where it's just like we cut back to somebody right Mm -hmm. and they're in this weird situation because in the first movie they're possessed but in this one we're not dealing with the paranormal like she's she's not possessed or anything but she's in a she's the way her death was set up I feel like if nobody had pushed her and she just fell off the building we could have inserted that scene into the first movie and it would have sat just fine Mm -hmm. like it seemed a little bit too paranormal for what this movie was going for uh, at least for me.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think. I think that's where this movie stumbles a little bit. Is as much as I love the fact that our antagonists in this movie are just people, because I do think that that is one of the scariest things. Is it just being another human being and like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, that has all this power. As much as I love that, I do think that they. Try Things that worked in the first movie aren't going to work in this one because they're just regular, because they are people. And so the glitching and the, like, things being frozen and then all of a sudden coming back, that works in the first one because we're dealing with a paranormal entity who can do things like that, and it Mm -hmm. makes sense. But then in this one, like... It's like, it's flourish. It's flourish. They're
1: they're making... They're, they're trying to make it all spooky cyberpunk, you know, like, uh, super cyber soldier. No, no. And I,
0: and I get that. And I, that's what makes this one. This one is more goofy to me, but I don't mind that. I actually like that. I think that's why I enjoyed this one so much is because they are taking such, it's not meant to be serious. Like the first one I took a little bit more seriously because of the message that it was conveying this like cyberbullying message. I took that one a little bit more seriously despite the fact that it is a ghost, right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. then this one is like a little bit more of um like entertainment. Like it just it's just I let my, you know, I'm I'm not this isn't a normal situation and I can kind of accept that these people are All knowing and all being, or whatever. But it just, I wish that they had done. I think they were trying to go for the same jump scare element that the first one had. And it just didn't work in this one. The moments that were the most successful for me were moments that made, like, were real to life. So, like, the very last jump scare where, like, he gets hit by the car out of nowhere. Like that one got me, but that's because, it, you know, it's just a car coming out of nowhere and that's fine. But like the, the glitching or like, how is she up on this roof? And then she's falling or now somebody's in her house and she didn't hear them come in there. Like those ones didn't hit for me.
1: That's it. You know, it's interesting. Cause like, I almost feel like I'm a little bit on the other side of the fence there. Um, not not hugely. I, I still think like the her getting up on the roof is kind of weird and whatnot. Um, I think at so after I watched this movie, right, um, one of the things that I had to like kind of digest for a second is how the Sharon's made this work, right? And yeah. I will still stick by my initial feeling of like, this is a very convoluted plan that the Sharon's had. That like th- this entire series of events is definitely a stretch where it's like uh, there is just no way that you could have seen this point leading to that point, leading to that point. Like there, there's just no way. Like, I, I don't believe that even the slightest bit like your your plan was to leave a laptop in a place for an untold amount of time until somebody finally takes the laptop. And then once they take the laptop, you're going to then start a series of events where they will probably have a Skype call with people so you can get more (laughs) victims. And then halfway through, you're going to pretend that the jig is up, but the jig is not real. Like it's, it's, it's a lot of just like that. That's a fucking stretch, bro. Um, but the one thing that after sitting with for a while that, I think worked for me was actually the omnipotence part of it because towards the end of the film, once we're getting a bigger frame of mind for how big this, the circle is what they're calling this movie, like how big this circle is, is through this voting thing that we get towards the end of the movie where people are voting on the outcome of things that are happening. And when you see the vote happen, there are tens of thousands of people voting on these things, which then presents this idea that this circle isn't like a group of like six people handling this. Like this is a this is a town sized amount of people all working together to get this thing to um actually happen. So I could believe. That the Sharons would have somebody on every block, like, down down to get down whenever things (laughs) go down. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, people breaking into their houses or being able to find them so quickly. I could actually believe that based on the number of Sharons we find out that there are. Um, It's just the actual plan itself was definitely a fucking stretch for me.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, cause it's all based on happenstance. They're hoping that he's gonna take all the money and like, they're you know it's yeah, like how, where you're you, like how would you how would you know if, that
1: he would transfer yeah, the money? Like if things that,
0: had gone wrong like what would you have done what if he had brought the laptop home and then like accidentally spilled water on it right away and the whole thing got fried and he's like well fuck i guess i have to buy a new laptop again
1: yeah like there were two there were definitely too many outliers for this plan to like work the way that they wanted to work so like that 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 shit is a little bit like okay bro um but i don't know the rest of it Uh, for me, it worked, because I'm just like, this, with enough organization, I do think something like this is kind of possible on a more realistic, smaller scale, of course. But some fucked up people could probably do something like this, and maybe already do somewhere out in the world. Like, I don't even know. It, It could be possible. Yeah,
0: I will say, though, I think they should have rethought Nari's death.
1: Her, yeah.
0: Because I don't think, I'm like, this is very public i don't think that that one probably would have happened i think mm-hmm. it would have been more of a isolated like event maybe i would you know what i wish they would have done i wish that she didn't even make it to the subway i wish that when it showed her she had been like snatched yeah off she. The had, that, would have, that
1: would have made so mm-hmm. much more sense and
0: she was in that warehouse and maybe they like shot her when yeah,
1: something definitely something like that would have would have read a little bit more. As Though as, I oh, did she's at like Subway? Yeah, I did like the the whole choose thing that they did. Like I did think that that was like I honestly outside of some of them being unrealistic, I really liked the kills in this one because I did think they were creative. If I'll bet a little bit unrealistic like the choose one of these people to live thing was really good for me. AJ being swatted was fucking terrifying because that shit could happen. Somebody could really do that shit. Mm -hmm. And people get swatted all the time. Like, especially once you get into the realm of streaming, you find out how um, regular that actually is. Like people get swatted all the time, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a swatting situation going south like that is very, very realistic. And out of all of them, like that one was actually super scary just because of, how likely that that shit is, like mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, that one that one got me that one got me real bad i
0: i I preferred the death- I feel like the deaths in the first one were more fun in the sense of like yeah. when they happened, mm-hmm. I was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, but then in the the deaths in this one were more like um because they were more realistic, they kind of were more Unnerve. They they were more unnerving. I'm not saying I didn't like them. I'm just saying that they were like, they're very different. Like, you're not gonna, when someone dies in this movie, I didn't get that like, oh yeah, that was awesome feeling. I was like, oh It's kind of just like, oh,
1: that person's dead now. Oh
0: no. Um, Yeah, so... I did like the choose thing as well. It kind of, I felt like that was like a callback to the first one with like the whole countdown and like you have Mm -hmm. to do something now uh, thing. I thought that that was cool. And I do think that um, Amaya's fate is probably like the saddest for me of everybody Mm -hmm. because you have to assume that she's gonna become the newest girl that, they're gonna take
1: potentially or or she's just dead like it's, it's one either way either way it's, yeah. it's because fucked, i but. felt like
0: she was going to become the newest girl because they gave erica up to go through with this plan of making it seem like they had done something um and so i think because of that and because she's in that same warehouse that we keep seeing throughout i feel like they're gonna take her now and like Mm -hmm. have her be the girl
1: possibly i kind of i kind of just thought the the warehouse being the same was more so like they had one warehouse to shoot in so like (laughs) every time we get a warehouse scene it's gonna be that warehouse is kind of how i was looking at it um the 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 thing with erica is I, i feel like isn't she dead right because like all right so the the, the process, which I'd have to look up the word because they say it's like tripitation or something mm-hmm. like that, where like she gets a, essentially a giant hole drilled in her head and then they put something in there and like she discovers it while she's on the computer that they actually did that to mm-hmm. her. I assume that process kills a person, like, and that might just be my my lack of knowledge there, but I feel like soon after she got the reveal to herself, she probably just bled out and died from what from what I was taking from that moment. Cause it seemed like they took her because the grand plot, although a little contrived, the whole grand plot here is that the Sharons are framing this this friend group. For their crimes, right? So they take Erica to Matthias's place to be like, oh, it was Matthias that did this. Like he's the one that captured her, kidnapped her, and then drilled a hole in her in her in her head. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Damon, Damon, what's up? Matthias, Matthias, he didn't lose the laptop, Sharon 4. He left it there deliberately. He wanted it to be found. They all wanted it to be found. See, it was a lure. They were fishing. From the moment you
2: entered your Wi-Fi password, they were in, they've had control this whole time. I'm sorry, but dude, what are you...
0: It was a lie. They're setting us up. We did everything they wanted us to do. We moved the money, we copied the videos.
2: They're gonna make it look like it was us the whole time.
1: But I was just like, I don't know how she managed to crawl her way over to the computer with a, with a with a golf course-sized hole in the middle of her cranium. Like, I, I didn't understand. Yeah. And maybe that's just my lack of anatomy knowledge, but I thought homegirl was dead.
0: Possibly. I mean, I guess it would just depend on how soon somebody could find her. But now that she's at this apartment, she could just go next door and knock on the door and be like, hey... Um, there's can you a, call a uh, fucking hole ambulance in my head. for me <laughs> could, you, could
2: you please help <laughs>
0: um so i don't uh, yeah i don't i don't know her deal but at least when we saw it end she was still alive and i i i don't like i thought that, that was very silly her like touching her head and then like screaming yeah it was, it was very weird. unnecessary was i because um I feel like they like did it as a like, hey, see, it happened to her, like that thing that we were talking about. It happened, but like we could see the hole in her head. Like they could have just cut it after she was like, Help or, me, or whatever. Or just
1: when they brought her in instead of like putting her in the closet, the Sharon could have just moved her over to the computer screen and been like, hey, look what we did, and just taken the thing out of her head. Like we, like I, I think we could have just had her be dead already. Like, mm-hmm. I think her being alive still was just kind of strange. Like, that to me was a weird addition. The whole, that whole bit in the movie, honestly, just felt, like, that whole scene just felt weird. Um yeah. Like, a little misplaced,
0: but kind of is what it is. unnecessary. Especially because I think if she, if we found out she was already dead, um, it would have hit even harder that like oh he did all of that for nothing for nothing because, yeah because yeah, his whole thing was like i want her returned safely or whatever and if and they think that she hasn't been taken or they know that she's been taken but he's under the assumption that she's still alive and i feel like that would have just been like one final fuck you if they had set her down in front of the camera and shown that she you know was dead the whole time or something and then he could really be like oh so oh so mm-hmm. oh i'm <laughs> i'm the clown okay right. um but, also
1: fucking, i really feel bad for damon i liked damon a lot oh
0: and his- i know damon was my favorite character besides our good sis um miss betty gabriel she was my mm-hmm. favorite character
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah. But, man, like I, I knew that he was gonna die, like regardless of they were like, oh, he's safe in London. And I was like, I know they're gonna kill him off anyway. But like, I don't, I was really sad when he died, honestly, because yeah. um, he was he was such a like he was such a good guy the whole time, I mm-hmm. felt like, and like I felt like you had to root for him. It was hard not to, and it just it really sucked to see the Sharon's win over him. Um, and then essentially full on frame him. Like he took like the brunt of the framing for that.
0: Yeah, because he was one. They wrote like a a, a suicide note that was mm-hmm. like, well, "Me and my friends did this. I did this crazy thing, and I yeah. can't take the guilt anymore." I mean, I I think that him and Matthias are set up the worst because obviously they're gonna. You know, Matthias. It seems like he's the one who actually kidnapped erica and did all that to her because they like took his picture and photoshopped Mm -hmm. his face onto it or whatever but then matthias looks like he's or but then damien also looks like he's very clearly connected to it as well also was Mm -hmm. amaya green screened into her apartment for the first however many scenes did you (laughs) notice that
1: i um i don't know that's not something i picked up was it like weird was the background like not moving or something
0: it just looked like she was not at all in a real room it just looked (laughs) like she was sitting in front of a green screen that they almost as if they were like pickup shots or like Mm -hmm. things they forgot to film and so they just like green screened the set behind her (laughs) it's bizarre i mean.
1: But I mean we do we do get later on people actually navigating through it, so I mean it could be I don't I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and watch. But I it I just it, threw I didn't pick me anything.
0: <laughs> She's the only one that looks like that. And I was like, um, girl, where are you at? You had a Wendy's and they had to they they called you to do some, some extra scenes. Um but let's talk about the ending because mm-hmm. for the first movie the ending was the the thing that I was The most disappointed in right um so what did you think of the way that they ended this one i
1: accepted it (laughs) all the way up to like i know how that sounds this is like oh you fucking hate it like i didn't i didn't hate it or anything it's like i thought for what they were going for everything was good except i honestly wasn't a huge fan of how matthias went out Mm -hmm. um just mainly for the thought that, like, bro, you can hear a car coming. <laughs> like, you're, yeah. you're, you're literally in the middle of the road. Like, I know you're looking at your phone right now, but, like, you would have you heard that car coming. Like, for me, I had to accept that he just accepted that he was about to get hit. Yeah. Um. But that shit was a bit of a stretch for me. Uh, but, but that being said, I was still okay with it. Um, I liked the whole they ended up framing them for everything, despite my issues with the plan itself. The fact that that was the end goal I thought was good. Um, And then I was okay with the with the ending little like pull out reveal of like the network that is actually doing this. Um, I liked the game night joke. You know, I was like that that worked for me. Um, because our main group is having a game night, and, well, so are the Sharons. It's just they have this darker game night. Um, so all that all that worked for me. Um, I think, in and of itself, this ending was definitely stronger, much, much stronger than the original movie's ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, even though I didn't necessarily like how Matthias died, I still liked the ending.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you? I... Uh... Once again, I think this movie suffers from not knowing when to cut. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because I disagree. I did not like the pullout. I thought it was corny. Okay. I, only because, like, the whole thing of them, like, walking in front of the camera and yeah, each, that, like, dark web minion, like, smiling. Yeah, that was, that was cheese.
1: It was cheese. It was super cheese. I'm not going to say that it wasn't. Yeah,
0: I, I think it would have been, I would have been totally fine if, he gets hit by the car, and then it ended right there
2: mm-hmm.
0: um because you know that's it. they won, everybody's dead. We get it, and I think by seeing how many people voted we we get the idea that this is an entire network of people, mm-hmm. and so then, when it did that thing, where like everybody walked in front of a, the camera the camera, it just seemed like. Okay, here are all of the people that did it and and then they're all Coming out. on
1: stage for their bow. Like, yeah, ta-da. they're
0: like doing their little encore and like everyone, especially the guy that was dressed up like the cop, the cop. he's like <laughs> he's like with his grinning. little Igor lean, just oh like my ah, God. the way look that he. Murking into the camera, and he does not break eye contact for the full thirty seconds of the shot I couldn't take my <laughs> eyes off him. That man said, I am going to own this moment. Uh, <laughs> my family will see me on the screen um yeah, and then we zoom out and we see this guy in this room with like a bunch of different computers, and that's how yeah. it ends um and i and that's another thing that I hated about the first one was us leaving the computer world and like being taken into the real world i mm-hmm. didn't like that about the f- and i didn't like it in this one either i feel like it should just have stayed on the computer we should have seen him die and we should have we should have called it a just day guy yeah, yeah. i can
1: i can i can agree with that like I, i'm not too um opposed to that now, this movie, um, we kind of talked about a little bit before we started recording, but we also saw, homies, that this movie actually has three alternate endings, which I think is pretty wild that they filmed that many different ways for this movie to end. And I was going to go through all three of them, and then I'm kind of curious if you think the ending that we got or one of the other three endings would be better. Okay. Um, That cool? Yeah. So... We have the first ending, which is Matthias uh, or Amaya gets sent to the warehouse, gets attacked, and then Matthias gets hit by a car. He's dead, and that's it. Um, alternate ending number one is Matthias goes. Matthias tells uh, Amaya to meet that to meet him where they shared their first kiss. He then goes to that location, and at the location, there is a giant hole and a casket. And he is then attacked by one of the Sharons who knocks him out and then buries him alive. And then in the next shot, we see over like a a webcam or like a security cam, we see Amaya actually show up at the location. But by the time she's there, he's already buried and she has no idea where he is. And so she tries to call him and it which wakes him up in the casket and he's trying to like tell her that he's right be- be- below her however the sharons are messing with his phone so that he can't get the message across so the movie just ends with her literally standing above his grave essentially
2: mm-hmm. So that's
1: number one. The second alternate ending is Matthias and Amaya actually meet each other at the place where they share their first kiss, and then they are both ambushed by the Sharons, who then have them both locked down and put a poll up, deciding whether or not they should kill them. And in this ending, the people watching actually vote to have them be released because they respected the fact that Matthias was determined enough to fight against them by transferring all of the money that they kind of respected his moves and thought that they deserved to live. So Mm -hmm. that one, they actually lived through the ending. And then the third one is Matthias goes to the warehouse where he sees Amaya get attacked, but when he gets there, she's not there. And instead he finds a gun He then takes the gun and it seems like he's contemplating suicide for a second. And while he's doing that, there's a poll posted by the Sharons, which is people voting on whether or not they think that he's going to go through with it. But the movie ends before we actually see what choice he makes. So those are the three. Those are all three alternate endings of the movie. Okay. Which one which one do you think would have would have won?
0: I kind of like the first one, the Braid Alive one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: um i think that one would have been interesting because it would have been a call back to like uh, their miscommunication how they can't communicate with each other very well mm-hmm. and how that has always kind of been um like a an issue within their relationship
2: mm-hmm. i
0: feel like that would have been a cool way of ending it because it almost is like a button to the very beginning of the movie where they're not understanding each other. And then in the very end, it's like the thing that would save his life is for them to finally understand each other in some way and Mm -hmm. they can't. And so because of that, he, you know, dies. And also it would be nice for Amaya to live because she literally had nothing to do with any Uh of it. so yeah, I don't, I kind of like that one. Plus being buried alive is just like a huge fear yeah, for it's me. Like terrifying... and I, I think that would be really scary. Um a more interesting way of showing him dying than the blindsiding of the
1: by a car. car. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what, yeah. What, what I do feel you that. think? Um honestly same. Like uh I didn't mind our ending all that much. However, I think the biggest thing about the first alternate ending is one, you can actually like, if you look hard enough, you can actually find this alternate ending on YouTube um, and you can watch how it actually looks. And it's pretty, it's pretty heartbreaking because she's like literally standing right above him Mm -hmm. and has no idea. Um, But my biggest thing is I agree with you that I would have liked to see her survive. Because I think it would have I think it would have added to the sadness of it, where it's like all this shit goes down, and Amaya goes through the entire length of this movie and has no idea. And so, like, he's literally dying right underneath her, and then she never finds out. but she does get to live. I don't know, that ending, it, it resonated with me, especially when I actually saw what they shot for it, mm-hmm. uh, that I was like, oh, I kind of wish they went with this one. Um, yeah. The other two, I think, are creative. Um, I think alternate ending two is probably my least favorite. Like, I yeah. I, I don't think I would have bought them just letting them go. And then, like, that's the movie. Like, I would have been like, eh, Nah. And, like, the third one is, it's okay, but I, I think the first alternate ending was the one that I was like, oh, shit, I, I could abide with that. Yeah, um, Would love to hear, homies, which of the endings that you guys would have enjoyed. Um, please let us know, because, you know, maybe other people have different opinions. Um, and if you can find the, the footage for the other two, um, I personally would love to see what the other endings look like. I don't know if they actually film the other two, But I do know the first one. um, If you look hard enough, you can find it.
0: Okay. Might have to go watch that then. See what she all about. Because I do. I do think that sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. And Um, scary.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Fucking terrifying. All right. Well, I think it's time, right? Yeah. Shall we do the rating?
0: We shall. Um, What are we rating this out of?
1: I don't know, but I feel like you should pick. I feel like I might have had the last couple picks for things. Oh my
0: gosh.
1: And I just want you to have the last say on this particular one.
0: Well, we can rate it out of glitchy minions. We can (laughs) rate it out of game nights, out of
1: Cards Against Humanity. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, uh, what else what other things do they do um
0: out of stolen laptops
1: stolen laptops you got like uh uh, virtual boats
0: oh i do (laughs) i just that made me think one of my favorite lines or one of my favorite moments in this movie is when uh matthias is reading the wikipedia article and he says the river stykes and damien's like (laughs) damien's like sticks sorry can like corrects him (laughs) and like interrupts him i was like damn yeah that's real
2: (laughs) ferryman of hades who carries souls of the newly deceased across the river stykes
1: and acheron that divides the world of the living from the world of the dead (laughs) <laughs> got him what about sticks we got rate out of sticks
0: Sticks out of sticks we could do that yeah. sticks with a for, with a s-t-y-x for our,
1: yeah
0: for our boy damien in respect <laughs> for our boy damien we're gonna rate this one out of sticks <laughs> okay do you want me to go first or you want to go first
1: uh i can go first
0: all uh, right hit me
1: all right so for this sequel on front of the dark web i'm gonna give this bad boy i think 3.9 out of five sticks
0: wow
1: yeah uh my reason being is i think every once in a while you get a sequel that although not perfect takes a lot if not everything from its predecessor and then expands upon it and makes it better and i really think this movie did that i really think this movie took everything that i and i think we collectively wanted from the first film found ways to incorporate that into this film and then also managed to have its own voice and be different than what we got in the first film um, I, I like the characters. I like the idea of it. and again, the idea of the dark web absolutely terrifies me. So having a whole movie dedicated to it, I think is really cool. And um, I really enjoyed watching it. Truth be told, like the say it scratched the same itch that the first movie did, but it did it with a little bit more vigor than the first movie. You know, like they gave it that little extra, they put an extra finger in there when they were like giving that scratch on the back. And I was like, you know what? I'm down for it. So (laughs) 3.9 out of five sticks.
0: Nice. Okay. I'll give this a 3.7 sticks. Ooh, okay. Okay, Um, okay, okay. I don't know. I just really enjoyed this movie. Like it was a lot more entertaining to me than the first one. And I was a lot more, I had a lot more fun watching this movie because i think i just enjoyed the characters more and i enjoyed the journey more and i think that this movie did have some some tense moments and i liked that i never really knew where it was going or like what they were doing um so each moment i was just kind of like along for the ride i will say it's kind. You kind of. You know. You have to let go of reality, and kind of have to just let it be like a mindless fun thing. In the sense of, you know, there obviously are going to be moments where you're like, "All right, that's a stretch," but mm-hmm. I, but at the same time, I don't think I minded it as much because everything else worked for me so well, and yeah, it it like everything that I wanted improved upon from the first one was improved upon in this one. Mm -hmm. And so I was, yeah, I don't know. I was happy with it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I honestly thought that I was going to dislike this one and it was gonna make bump up the first one for me. But it kind of did the opposite. Like I ended up liking this one a lot more than I liked the first one. Which I don't know. Maybe that's cuckoo bananas, because I I know the first one's kind of rated higher
2: mm-hmm. by
0: a lot of people. But I don't there's just something about there's like a charm about this one for me that and I maybe it's that kind of twist of like silliness and you know weird thing weirdness to it where i'm like ooh, i like that Mm -hmm. like that's fun to me (laughs) i don't know but i just i don't know i enjoyed it i would probably watch it again honestly yeah and so 3.7 sticks. noise
1: noise now before we go because i'm sure the homies are very interested to know um now after watching both movies you've seen the first one you've seen the sequel you've gotten to talk about both of them Do you think that your conscience may rest on the Unfriended series? Do you think that you're okay with where you stand on the series now?
0: Yes, I feel at peace. (laughs) I think I can move on to the other side because I was very tormented about that first one. And I was really thinking like part of me felt like I went too hard on it and was maybe a bit too nitpicky about it but then after watching this one I was like no because I the I know I wasn't because the things that bothered me about the first one they they obviously for some reason you know fixed all of them in this one and so I felt like validated now Mm -hmm. that's not to say I didn't enjoy the first one but i do think where i rated it is like it it feels good i feel good about it now nice nice. i feel better i
1: would (laughs) i would would toss in there too that i think a lot of people probably didn't watch the sequel i could be wrong about this but maybe a lot of people missed the sequel because the first movie is kind of like a hit or miss for a lot of people like either you're kind of into it or you're not um or maybe you just don't like sequels in general. I think this one—if you at all enjoyed the first Unfriended—you should watch this one. Like, don't skip it. Like, go ahead and watch the sequel because I just have a feeling that you will like it at least as much as you like the original. But I could might also, be a bold statement there. I could but also
0: see how if you really liked the first one, you might
1: this one might bug hate you. Hate
0: this one because it's so it goes in a different direction and it might seem ridiculous, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I could, I could see from my point of view, if I really, really liked the idea of like the way things unfolded in the first one and the idea of Laura and like that all of these friends had wronged her, like if I really latched onto that one in the first one, this one probably would have made me like chuckle.
1: Okay, that's fair. Give me, give
0: me a little chuckle, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you guys have seen this one, I would love to hear what you think. I feel as though we may have some disagreeers <laughs> for this episode. Which
1: some is, naysayers. Some
0: naysayers, uh, which is totally fine if that is the case. I, you know, I get it. Um, but if you have seen this one. I would love to hear what you think. If you've seen both of them particularly, uh, I would be interested in hearing how you compare the two. Um, So, if you'd like to have a discussion about this, then you can always message us on Instagram. We are homies of horror on all social media. Or if you'd like to, you can email us. Um, You can always email us any. Requests, recommendations, business inquiries, inquiries?
1: Uh, You were right. You're good. (laughs) Uh, You're good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Business stuff. Email us. Um, (laughs) Business, thanks. We are (laughs) homiesofhorror at gmail.com. And then, um, as always, homies, we would love, it would very much make our day if you guys would throw us some ratings or reviews on apple podcasts um you i'm pretty sure that's what, the only thing you can review us on it really helps us out and we love to hear from you guys and hear what you're what you're thinking what you're liking um if you like it then you should have put a rating on it or whatever beyonce <laughs> said Um, But, yeah, I think that that is it for us today, homies. We will be back next Monday, as always, with a new episode for you. But until then, we hope that you enjoy the rest of your week, and we will be seeing you next time.
2: Catch you later, homies.
0: Bye.